Blog Talk Radio. I have returned to the land of the living. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. I am a zombie. Every dead body that is not exterminated becomes one of them. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. Welcome to the <laughs> May 13th edition of Rubber Guard Radio. I'm your host, KZ. Excuse me, Zombie Matt Manning. Um, going with the shoot name. Uh, the hell with the gimmick. But um, let's see. This episode of Rubber Guard is brought to you by our sponsors, uh, WrestleWarehouse.com. Um, you need any Lucha Libre masks, T-shirts, any other things like that, um, Jeff will be able to take care of you, as well as... Uh, SlamBamJam.com, past and current uh, Lucha Libre and and, uh, uh, Japanese pro wrestling, some really good best ofs. You need to go out of your way to uh, check out both of my sponsors. They got it it going on. Um, Really good stuff as far as footage is concerned. And um, also I'd like to throw shots out to Peter H., who's in the AngryMarks.com chat room. If you want to chat live with us, it'll be AngryMarks.com backslash chat. Um, also check us out on theangrymarks.com as well. Um, uh, I think that's about it. Um, I'm on the line, but with my co-host Rob. What's up, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? Watching some uh, really crappy AWA from 1988. <laughs> Ugh. You know that the 1986, 87 stuff was really good. Um, other than that, oh, that that ESPN stuff's really bad. was cut short. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they were the heel Midnight Rockers, you know. Exactly. That's exactly, exactly what I mean. Um, let me see here. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, um, we are not going to have any uh, solid guests tonight. Um, I do have friends of the show calling in. Uh, I'm not going to announce who it is just because... Uh, you know, if they can't call in, then, you know, we don't look like flakes. But, uh, yeah, we're only going an hour tonight. Um, just, uh, to be honest, I signed up for the show late. So I got the earliest oh, possible. <laughs> yeah, I got the earliest possible time that I could get. And kind of sucks. But, you know, that's the way it is. But uh, those that are listening live and you'd like to call in and, and just talk some shit, uh, area code 
uh, just call in and, you know, we'll shoot the shit, um, basically. So, uh, Rey Mysterio got hurt at the tapings last night. Yeah, how about that? I mean, the WWE couldn't have more bad luck right now. I mean, Michaels is out, Undertaker's out, and Rey Mysterio could be out now. I don't know. It's uh, it's a yearly after WrestleMania curse where they get, you know, all these guys just start breaking down and getting injured. Mm-hmm. And they start dropping like flies. Now the question is when when will Batista like completely just fall apart? <laughs> you mean blow up? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Fall apart. Today someone uses a pen attack on him. You know they're gonna pop him just like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you you rarely see the you know the the shoulder tackle drop down get it again with him. You know I mean he'll just fall or or he'll tear something by you know by doing a drop down or something. Yeah, there, there's a reason his big ass doesn't do leapfrogs. Mm-hmm, that's very true. <laughs> Did you get a chance to listen to the um, the Jim Cornette interview today from Figure Four? No, you know what? I was waiting all day for that, and by the time it came on, I had other stuff to do. So I, so I said, you know what? I'll listen to this one tomorrow. So uh, I'm uh, awaiting that tomorrow. <laughs> I know it's got to be good, though, because you know, Cornette is gold. It's exceptional. Um, that's pretty much all I could say is is, is exceptional. Um, let me see here. We have a couple people in the quay waiting to uh, come on. Um, all right, I guess we can We'll patch this goof in. Uh, the owner-operator, the boss of IHWE Entertainment, Mr. David Fuller. Dave, welcome to the show, brother. Good evening. How are y'all? Oh, fine and fucking dandy. Now tell me, how how did you like that photo with the Necro Butcher? <laughs> well, it was uh, quite to the light. Uh, I called him about it uh, just recently, and uh, he laughed. He laughed hysterically. He laughed for a long time. So we uh, we always appreciate a good laugh, and it was nice of the Rubber Guard Radio crew to get that photo taken with the Necro Butcher. Cool. Yeah, that was that was definitely a, a wild, wild match. Um, you can actually uh, you can see highlights of it at uh, FogCityWrestling.com. They have a uh, it's not on YouTube, it's on something else, some other you know multimedia form format. Um, Fog City always keeping up with everything, but we do have another caller in the quay. Uh, wow, we're busy today. Caller from the nine seven two. Welcome to hey. Guard. Who am I speaking with? This is Katrina. Chris. Welcome to yeah. the show, brother. What's going on? Oh man, we got uh, two Texans and a qu- I'm I mean two Texans and a guy from Pittsburgh. So uh, oh, I was about to laugh at that, and then I figured out that was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, l- l- let's start. Let's start with uh, Gutierrez. Am I the only one that is that is salivating at the thought of seeing the the rise and fall of WCW? <laughs> for all the wrong, for all the wrong reasons, probably, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bischoff's not going to be on it, you know. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's bullshit. You know, if Bischoff's not going to be on it, what, what's the fucking point? He'll probably have like old stuff on the Monday Night Wars or something. They did a bunch of that shit. Yeah. I I don't understand why they're even even doing it. You know, I really don't. 
What, what do you think of that release, uh, Mr. Fuller? I mean, uh, it's it's a it's a little late. Uh, I think it would have been a hot topic. Uh, they they botched the Monday Night War DVD, and I think they were hoping that DVD would be the hottest selling DVD of all time. It would uh, it would actually uh, compare with ECW sales. But uh, Vince hates WCW, and that's going to show. And uh, they just now, just a few months ago, released the Greatest Star K DVD. I mean, this this stuff could have been done. Halloween Havoc, Spring Stampede, Bash at the Beach. Me and uh, my colleague were talking about that the other day, of how much money they could actually make. They only put out really five DVDs a year of stuff besides pay-per-views. And uh, you know, I, I read the uh, I read the conference call reports that Mr. McMahon and his wife do, and in response to their investors and the stockholders, and they always say, you know, well, we could work here, we could work better here. I think they're sitting on a mountain of footage. I currently own 24/7, or I have own a subscription, and, and the the tedious updates they make just astound me. Uh, I think the DVD will be fun to watch, just because anybody who Watch WCW. I love to hear about how a company who had so much money pissed it away in so little time. I enjoy hearing all the stories. I once saw the Kevin Sullivan DVD uh, from Kayfabe Commentaries. I got Eric Bischoff's book and read it. I got the Death of WCW book uh, from the creator of WrestleCrap. I love it. So, I mean, of course, it's going to be WWE's version. So, I would have loved to see Ted Turner on the DVD myself and Bill Shaw. Well, let, let, first off, let's not piss off anybody. Uh, the, the Death of WCW was co-authored by that WrestleCrap goof, as well as Mr. Brian Alvarez. So we, we got yes. to put New Mexican over. That's fine. I had forgotten who the other author was, so I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Yes, Brian Alvarez, and uh, I forget the other guy's name from WrestleCrap, did an amazing job on that book, and it is one of the uh, best wrestling books out there, in my opinion. Is it Blade? Or uh, is the other one Blade Braxton? Or... Yeah, Blade. Blade. Yeah, those guys are different, to say the least. Just, just, just to say the least. Uh, let, let's uh, let's switch gears up to MMA. Um, see, Rob, did you get a chance to see the ESPN uh, E60 with Dana White? No, I wanted to see that, but I was uh, too busy that day, unfortunately. I really wanted to check that out, though. Dave, I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah, I watched it today, actually. Uh, my thoughts uh, on that, Dana. Dana's perfect for the sport. Uh, you're never going to see Dana on a uh, on a CBS after school special. Yeah. But uh, I like Dana's drive. I like his passion. I run into a lot of that down here. I run into a lot of uh, bullshit down here. And uh, you know, I'm the first guy to up and give people a finger and say if you don't like my brand and go on, but, you know, this is what we're doing, and uh, he's passionate. He took a business that was fledgling and made it into the top box office attraction in North American pay-per-view right now. So anybody who can do that with the shit that he had when he started, I think deserves a lot of credit. Uh, You know, sometimes he runs his mouth too much, but that's every person walking the face of the earth. And uh, he's a Loretta Hunt. Loretta Hunt had it coming. Yeah, I mean exactly. I mean, you know, it's okay. Dana did it for two reasons. Number one, he probably really does feel that way, and number two, he did it for attention. 
and he got it. He got the wrong attention with some of the things he said, and he apologized later. But he was doing it for attention, the same reason Paul Heyman used to go off, the same reason Vince went off on Bob Costas. I mean, it, it gets attention. <laughs> so you can't hate on somebody for that. I mean, I thought it was very well done. I think Dana deserves a lot of credit, and uh, UFC fans are going to keep watching UFC fans no matter what Dana says. Yeah, Dana's <clears throat> one of these days he's really going to say something dumb. I mean, not, not that he hasn't yet, but he's really going to offend someone one of these days. But uh, other than that, he's an awesome promoter. I mean, anyone that can do so many buys on paper that often out of nowhere is just incredible. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. Let's see. Let's uh, let's go to the news here. Uh, God bless Steve's oversight. We have Jeff Hardy's still over, <laughs> and, and he hasn't. He, you know, he's hot and he's on fire. And what's going to happen when his contract runs out? What What do you think will happen, Chris? I think I think he'll leave for a little while. I don't think he's going to leave for good. Just maybe recharge his batteries. He's one of those guys that needs to leave every once in a while, or else something bad's going to happen. I think. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I gotta agree with that. Uh, definitely. But he, he, well, I just hope that he doesn't. I just hope that he doesn't violate another wellness test because then that's it. You know, he's gone, and they're gonna have to make an example of him. Well, no, 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 they won't because he didn't sign this contract, so it's a new contract, so he can screw up two more times now. <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, he's taking the time off so he can go do drugs, and he's going to come back when he's had enough. Probably very wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm at a loss for words now, Chris. You you got me. I, I have no idea what to say now. So I think he's I think he's uh, holding out for more money, guys. I think he's working everybody. I think he's working the office. I think he's holding out for more money. I mean, he, and if he is, he's the smartest man alive. Because he knows how talent. over he is. He knows how Look over he is. Look at the talent is. pool right now. Look at the talent pool. Look how, I mean, there's nobody there. <laughs> so, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably holding out for more money. I mean, that's what I would do. I'd wait right until the day before and say, uh, yeah. I mean, look at the talent pool right now. The the shows are, SmackDown is the better show, obviously. They've got all the good talent. And the only three matches that I'm really interested in seeing this weekend at the pay-per-view are the SmackDown matches. So, There's a pay-per-view this weekend? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, I think. okay. I, hey, I don't know. I think. I, I don't know, man. I, I've, I've been at an indie show the last three weekends, so, you know, I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Um, just, just for the record... Lacey Von Erich is the hottest woman I've ever met in person. She is fucking gorgeous. And uh, it's a shame that she couldn't learn how to work. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You know, uh, uh, down here, you know, in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, where the Von Erichs, you know, own the territory, literally and figuratively, uh, they, uh, you know, I know I was actually supposed to do a program with Lacey uh, here about a year ago, and Skandar Akbar was going to come in and be my manager. It was very, very cool. I mean, I was really up for it. And, uh, I mean, I've never seen Lacey work, but, you know, look at her. Duh, who wouldn't be up for working with her? But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, her being a female, a very attractive female aside, I very much look forward to taking the Iron Claw and 
and selling it like I had been shot, and having Skander Agmar in my corner would have made that much sweeter. And I think at the time we were trying to do it, I think she got called to developmental. I hope she does do well, and I hope she, you know, has a chance to shine on WWE television. And yeah, she can't, but she can't work. But I mean, you know, uh, nobody else can on the roster. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the Von Erichs, the Von Erichs were were not not remembered as great workers. You know uh, what? And it, I no, I'm, what, I'm saying what? it. I grew up here, and oh I mean, come on. I, no, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not hating on them. If you watch your matches, they're atrocious. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. David and Kerry were were leaps and bounds above all the other Von Erichs. Okay, leaps and bounds above uh, okay, the other okay. Von Erichs is fine. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you this. David was the best pure worker out of the group. Okay, and Kerry, Kerry with a good dance partner. Okay, was very good. He was a good dance partner, but. Gary Hart said it best in an interview, and this is the guy that helped make the Von Erics. He, you know, if he had it to go do over with, I don't remember the exact verbiage, something about the Roll Warriors coming in, him putting the Roll Warriors, and making the Von Erics actually have to sell. That was my only problem with the Von Erics. Usually I'd take out a gun and shoot them to make them sell anything. And, Pretty much. I mean, that was my main deal with the Von Erics. I mean, I watched the matches. I watched them over and over and over again, especially here recently. And uh, no, I'm not. I'm not hating on them. I'm not saying, and, and I'm using the term worker out of context. A good worker is somebody who gets the fans up and going, has good matches. Not necessarily the best wrestler. As far as working, getting money in the bank, and drawing audiences, yes, they were great workers. But I think you know where I'm going. I I, I agree. I really agree. I mean, I've seen so many good carry matches, and Kevin was awesome. He was so far ahead. And yeah, I, I really have to disagree. I, I really haven't seen many matches of theirs. I have Kevin was out there hitting people for real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was. You know, he was the original Spuds McKenzie, and he was throwing that many potatoes. You know, it's. I'm surprised no one's really, you know, like a Black Bart or or someone like that didn't fucking eat him alive. Uh, I understand he's the promoter's son, but you know, come on, you know, the business is the business. Um. Yeah, I was at the uh, Big Time Wrestling Fan Fest this past Saturday, and there were all kinds of people in the in the house. Um, Kamala was there, the Heart Foundation. Um, Kamala was probably the most over at at the Fan Fest, but at the show, it was Scotty Too Hotty, and this guy just blew the fucking fans away, blew everybody away. It was just insane. Val Venus was there. Uh, little little news tidbit for. For uh, those that follow New Japan, um, Val Venus will be going back to Japan in July for another tour. So, uh, and I, I have a question from uh, Peter H in the chat room. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go around the circle, and we're going to start with uh, you, Katrer. Um Who do you think Kerry Von Erich's best opponent was? Bruce Slayer. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Rob? Flair. No question, no question about it. Mm-hmm. Dave? Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie it and I may get some may get some opinions on this. Rick Flair, without a doubt, I think a close second is Kurt Henning. Because Kurt mm. took Carrie when Carrie was on his and pardon the pun, I'm not trying to be funny, when Carrie was on his last leg. Uh oh. 
I mean, no, really, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. When Kerry was at the end, Kurt Henning took him, and I mean, I saw him tear the house down here in Dallas with no cameras around, and uh, Kurt Henning took him and made him, made him somebody within like two weeks in the WWE. So yes, Flair, back when Kerry could go, toward the end when Kerry was in his twilight and at the end of his rope, it was Kurt Henning, no doubt. Hmm. Okay. Um. Hmm. You know, I'm going to have to agree with you, Dave. Um, the Intercontinental uh, title program with Kurt and and Kerry was was really really good, considering Kerry was you know on one leg. Right. Um, but the Flair stuff was you know Christmas '82. There wouldn't have been the world class boom without that. Exactly. Um, so I mean, it, you know, it's kind of apples and oranges because Kerry uh, kind of had like two careers. Before exactly. the accident and after, so exactly. you know I, I can't like, you know, completely, uh, you know, bury the guy like that. But um, our next guest, our next guest is on the line, so uh, I'm gonna have to kick you off, Mr. Fuller. Uh, plug your promotion, plug it hard, baby. Ah, uh, it's Insane Hardcore Wrestling Entertainment. It can be found at www.ihwenow.com. It was the birthplace of the Necro Butcher in 1999. That is our big claim to fame. We will be at Will Rogers Memorial Coliseum this Sunday. Dave Meltzer wrote about it a couple of weeks ago to film promos and take pictures. There will be exclusive video next week or in the coming weeks at IHWENow.com. And one more, if, you, if I can sneak this in real quick, KZ, I appreciate Please. it. The superstars of IHW Entertainment will be featured in a motion picture that will be filming this summer from Project Black Studios. It is called Grim. I'm very excited about that, and multiple superstars will be involved in that. Again, you can stay tuned to all that. Get DVDs, check out our site, videos of Slick from the WWE, uh, Doyle King, ROH superstar Jimmy Jacobs, and the Necro Butcher can be found www.ihwenow.com. Also, a video of the legendary World Class Championship Wrestling Reunion that we did last year with Bill Mercer, Skander Akbar, and Mark Lawrence can also be found at ihwenow.com. Thank you, Mr. KZ. You got it, brother. You know, Dallas is alive and well. There are indies that are thriving in Texas, uh, not just uh, PCW. So uh, much much props to you, Dave. Keep up the hard work, brother. I, I know Thank you're putting y'all. in on mad hours. Thank you all. Y'all have a wonderful night. Thank you, guys. All righty, brother. Okay, that was uh, IHWE owner, operator, founder, well, not quite founder, co-founder, I would say, uh, Mr. David Fuller. And I would like to welcome to the show directly from Detroit, Michigan, the American kickboxer, Frank. Welcome to the show. How you doing, brother? Hey, how you guys doing this evening? Fine and dandy, brother. I, hey, I heard you had a show tonight. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do every Wednesday night out here in Detroit, uh, right out at the gym. Uh, have our students out there just, you know, doing the best, you know, the best they can to get ring time and, you know, get to be the much needed ring time. And, you know, I can't express that enough. But uh, anyhow, yeah, we have that going on out here. You can check that out off of uh, myspace.com slash amkickboxer. Man, I am such a horde. you see how long it took me just to get some shit out there? You see that? <laughs> I am. I, I, I'll plug away, man. I will plug away. Anybody else's site we need to plug? Hey, let's plug Fog City real quick, man. Those guys. Are hey, there you there. go. Uh, 
uh, who else? Who else? You got you got your grandma got a MySpace. Let's let's go ahead and give grandma. A <laughs> you uh, know, <clears throat> I have a question. Okay, go right ahead. I have an answer. Now, when 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 you were working Memphis for for uh, Kickass Wrestling, uh, you yeah. used the name Izzy High. Now, was that gimmick a shoot? Uh, ask any of my students. You know, <laughs> oh, of course it is. Have you have you not read my blogs? Oh, yeah, and then some. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was just out in your area in February, and uh, just goofing off in the San Francisco area and uh, uh, rode bike around there for a couple of days. But yeah, it's complete shoot. Uh, I I believe in the medicine. It's basically the only medicine that I use. So. Uh, Helps everything, and I've never heard of an overdose yet. So, yeah. Very good point. Um, right. We here, we here at Rubber Guard Radio do support, you know, pot's a whole oh, lot yeah, different yeah, than yeah, heroin. Pause there, man. What happened there? We had a little brain fart. That was. <laughs> <laughs> right. No comment, that. brother. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Cough, cough. You gotta let it. You gotta exhale. It helps. Oh, wow. Wow, things are going. Hey, let me tell you guys something. I heard a little bit of the discussion there. You guys completely forgot about somebody, and I hate to put the guy over, but Jerry Lawler had a great series with Carrie Von Eric. Mm-hmm. And this was, you know, leading a drooling Carrie Von Eric around the ring at that time. You know what I mean? So give That's the king true. his props. Give the king his props. I might not like the guy personally or some of the things like that, but he, he had a great series with a guy. He, he, you know, give him a broomstick at night, and he got the job done. So, yeah, don't forget the king. So. I, I have to agree. Um, they they did have a really good series. Oh, they they did, they did have a good series, and not not just the super class match. I mean, they had oh, huh. you know they did it. Mid South Coliseum, they did it in Texas. You know, they it wasn't it. just. They did it in Evansville. They did it in Louisville. All the fans mm-hmm. from that that area will remember it. And the funny thing was, was Carrie would come to Louisville, and almost end up being the heel. If you if you've ever watched any old video of that, it's kind of interesting because mm-hmm. the Kings. You know, you're in Louisville, you're in Memphis. That's Kings territory. But mm-hmm. enough about putting Jerry Lawler over. Damn it, this is my time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> so well, we we know that <laughs> we we know that the one man that that his career parallels yours, Tarek the Great. Uh, you two yeah. both pretty much made your names together, um, with the exception of Tarek, who was who was your favorite opponent in the IWA in Ian's in the- IWA. And Ian's IWA, uh, mm-hmm. Suicide Kid, right off the top of my head, would be one. Uh, we kind of helped develop him as he came along. Um, mm-hmm. Let me think here. Twiggy Ramirez, who was an East uh, East Coast guy, mm-hmm. and uh, probably Reckless Youth. That, those stand out. Uh, plus, you know, you got guys uh, that I worked with that were getting started, like uh, Hero. Chris Hero was real good. Uh had had a nice series of matches with him. Um, try to think who else at that time that maybe some of these guys might remember. Let me try to name drop so I seem important. Uh, Trent Baker. 
Yes, yes, the rugby thug. How could we forget the rugby thug? Didn't we bring this up the last interview I had? Yeah. I I, the rugby thug, man. What's the deal? Can't find him. That's it. That's it. I can't find the guy. He doesn't have yeah, exactly. I'm trying. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I've even called the boss himself. I've called Ian, you know. Oh, really? really? Hey, brother, have yeah, you, talk, you know. Talk to Chris Hero. He, he would probably know because they were really, really. I think Hero helped break him in years ago. I'm not sure. Right off the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, here we go back to Trent Baker. My goodness, man. See, it doesn't affect the short-term memory that bad. Or I've, Actually, I've got the interview on my MySpace deal, so it helps with the short-term memory and everything. So we're cool. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> so, Frank, what companies are you working for regularly when, when you decide to get out of the house and and take a shot. Uh, Best Wrestling, which is uh, my company, uh, myself and Truth Martini. Uh, Ring of Honor, I'll be doing some refereeing with them. Uh, XICW, which is out here in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. The Juggalo uh, Wrestling deal. See, I, I don't do a lot, just, just for a simple fact that and this could sound bitter or whatever, man, but, you know, I, I paid my dues years ago, and as much as these guys pay, they want to pay somebody $40 or something like that, you know. I can't afford that, man, you know. I, I, I think I'm kind of past that, you know. And, uh, yeah, so I, I won't even leave the house. <laughs> I, I'd much rather, I, really, yeah, let's be honest with each other, you know, if... You spent, I'm going into 19 years that I've been involved in this business in June. And I'm sure that, you know, some people know who I am. Some people, you know, actually know what I've done in this business. Um, I will blow my own horn for a second. Tarek and I were the first uh, two guys under 200 pounds that actually kind of broke that scene. And a lot of people don't understand that. And a lot of guys, you know. And I, that might sound conceited, and I really apologize if it does. But uh, uh, the one thing that these guys that they don't understand is we made a living at this. You know, I didn't have to do anything else except wrestle, because you know we protected the business, we protected you know our gimmick, and you understand what I mean. Uh, Oh, yeah. We made sure that we made money, and these guys now are so fucking cutthroat, you know. They're, you know, Thatcher said it best, and I, I might have said it before in the interview, but uh, it's always been prostitution, you know. But before we were, you know, a couple hundred dollar a night call girls, and now they're ten dollar on the corner blowjobs, and you know, it's. Uh, I'm not a ten dollar on the corner blowjob, and nor will I whore myself out like that. So, yeah. So um, let's let's talk about your your time with the Juggalos. Um, okay. They tend the shows tend to be wild. Um, yeah. Now, some of the crowd are wrestling fans, some are not, um, and they tend to. How would you compare a JCW crowd to say an IWA crowd? Uh, it's it's the same, really. Uh, let me let me explain what I mean. Uh, it, it, it sounds kind of crazy, right? Just that answer. But they know what they're coming there for. Both groups, right? Mm-hmm. Both groups of fans. 
So they they're wanting to be to be worked or be entertained in a certain direction. Now, if you let the crowd control you and they control your match, who's working who? You know. So it's it's, it's being a worker and it's being able to go out there and then control whatever situation you're in. You know, I I don't go out and I don't get worked by anybody, man. And that's a big mistake that today's workers make, you know. Uh, I'll even hear it in the dressing room. And here's a lesson for you guys real quick. You don't say, who are you working tonight? Okay? Because who are you working tonight? Very good point. Who are you working tonight? Very good point. You're working the fans. You're working with me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, any 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 guy that's been around for just a minute, though, it's like nails on a chalkboard. You're working the fans, man. You're working the fans. You're working with me. You know. But yeah, it's a little eccentric there. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry, man. Go off on my <laughs> You got to reel me in. It's. It's 15 concussions beating up beside my head for many, many years, man. You got to reel me in here. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, about the school, man. You got to check us out, the Rage Dojo. Also check us out with the House of Truth. Uh, you you know my guys, man. My guys can go, man. That's the proof's in the pudding. I know what the hell I'm doing when I'm training, guys. There's no bullshit to it. If you come to my gym, I will bust your ass, but I will make you a better person and a better wrestler. Well, let's let's name drop. Um, okay, cool. I I know <laughs> the 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 toughest one that you've put out would have to be Drake Younger. Yeah, yeah, Drake. Um, is, yeah, he's something else, man. That guy just you know he won't fucking die. <laughs> he's like a Terminator. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got you got to understand something, you know. Uh, the only way that we make our mark in this business is by what. Making it's your mark. Set, it's it's by setting your own standard. Okay. Mm. Now he set his own standard as a deathmatch wrestler. Now, and here's what the cool thing is going to be able to watch right now is to watch him evolve from that deathmatch guy, and he is a hybrid, a true hybrid of this business now, mm-hmm. because he can actually wrestle. He's got a Greco-Roman. He's got a shoot background. And when he decides that, you know, this is the direction it's going to go, he'll be as good as anybody in Ring of Honor. And you mark my words on it. All, he he could be as good as any promoter wants him to be, and I've said that many times. You need keys? Okay. Hello? Let my dog out, eh? No, I actually had to drop my... My wife's wad out the window. Oh, right. So. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I tried to run quickly. But, you know, okay, Drake, that's that's I, I love Drake when he does the strong style. The matches he had with, uh, with uh, Eddie Kingston and IWA are just sure, fucking sure. intense. Right, right, Just right. intense. You feel each blow. And this is me sitting on the couch as opposed to, you know, in the front row. And I'm sitting there wincing. I'm like, okay, that's not good. But you know the guy is just uh, just an unbelievable talent, and you know the sky's really the limit. Um, as I said, he can go as far as any promoter wants to push him. 
You know, any guy, and I'm putting this out there, Ring of Honor, uh, Noah, any one of these promotions, you know, this kid's got the goods. He's busted his ass. You you can shoot him out of a fucking cannon. You're not going to kill him. You know what I mean? He's, Mm -hmm. fuck, he's indestructible, so, you, you know. What what else do you want from this kid? And he'll give you your heart. He's humble as shit, you know. What the fuck else could somebody want, you know? Yeah. What do I know, though? Uh, how to make money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I know. I know how to make money in this business. Or I did know how. I have no clue now. But anyways. Well, let, let's talk about your time in Tennessee. Um, okay, go right ahead. See, who was the owner of uh, Kick-Ass? Terry Golden. Terry Gold Terry was Gold. the owner, and uh, Bull Payne was the booker who brought me in, and then I ended up taking over the creativity or the creative role for the cruiserweights and putting together storylines and angles for that TV. That's That was my job out there. So, yeah, between me and Dundee, so, yeah, craziness. What's Bill Dundee? Uh, what's he uh, like to work with? With Bill? Yeah. Uh, no idea. Uh, Jamie's a blast. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I meant Jamie. Excuse no, me. no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, yeah, Jamie's an absolute blast, man. He's, you know, it's, it's Tennessee, baby. It's, you know, it's it is what it is. It's a, it's it's a forgotten art form, and I wish some of these guys would, you know, remember it. <laughs> Speaking of cannonballs. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love, I love Jamie, though, man. And I, I thought it was kind of a rib by uh, Terry Golden to put me and him on the road together. Because by all rights, we should have probably went to 900 different jails and been, a, you know, one of us should be dead by now or something like that. So I think that's that might have been like, you know, Golden trying to get rid of one of us or both of us. But, it, you know, we, we're we like cockroaches, Terry Golden. We're going to fucking survive forever. You know, <laughs> me, Jamie Dundee, and Jake Roberts, God damn it, We're going to outlive them all. Not to mention, uh, considering the shit that was pulled this past weekend, um, someone, I'm not going to say whose name, but at this fan fest I went to, um, one of the people in the office said that uh, Marty Jannetty is a step below Jake Roberts. So you can add Marty Jannetty to that uh, to that road trip. And well, well here's, here's <coughs> the funny thing, and the only reason I, I, I say names and shit like that, and it's not trying to put anybody down, but look at all the deaths and everything else that's went on. And this is just to give you kind of a grim reality, okay? Uh, you look at all the deaths not only in, in pro wrestling, but then you look at all the, the drug use that you see in baseball and everything else. Uh, Jake Roberts apparently wasn't the only one, huh? <laughs> now, Jake Very true. To be, Jake just happened to be the first one to admit it and said, hey, if you don't want to be a fucking turn out the way I am, don't do this, you know. But then instead, this guy got ostracized and everything else. You know, there's your thought for the night. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's just uh, being honest about it. <laughs> sure. Well, of course. And would you rather this guy fucking blow smoke up your ass till no. you it's sunshine like these fucking baseball players and 
Yeah, all these what holier than thou shit these baseball players. What was that one uh, pitcher just not too long ago that threw his wife under the fucking bridge? Uh, what was his name? You know the one I'm talking about that he got accused of uh, the steroids and he was like, oh no, it was my wife or some shit, you know. And then there was the, then there was that one baseball player. Was it the Bonds guy that said it was some kind of penis cream or something like that that made his fucking steroid test show up? Motherfuck, man, you know how how could you you know? You might as well have the nickel the needle sticking out of your ass as you're standing there saying, no, I don't do this. I don't. I don't. You know. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the people that are paying you. Okay. That's that's reality because if you're honest with these people, believe it or not, they're probably still gonna pay. You take down these fucking like the restrictions on uh, uh, steroids in baseball. Imagine how many fucking home runs will be hit every year. Yeah, I, think about that, huh? Yeah. And how silly is it? Uh, let me go one step further. How silly is it for a regulatory board? to follow pro wrestling when it's entertainment. I have never, ever heard of them going to uh, any type of fucking stage show and demanding a drug test. I have never, you know, I've never heard such a thing. Let's go to the fucking any, you know, Hollywood fucking setup and let's let's get some drug tests there. You know? Oh, I agree. I mean, especially actors. I mean, there, there's no way. Stallone and, and in I- Australia. Yeah, you know, and I'll tell you what, I'd be I'd I'd be just as happy to take that drug test in the WWE as long as Vince was standing there right beside me. Doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll hold his cup if he'll hold mine, you know. Vince has got the sturdiest fist in the locker room, but that's yeah, let's, you know let's not let's not be fucking hypocrites about it, you know. that's that's it's funny that they, they throw all this shit out there. On the news, steroids this, steroids that, steroids this, steroids that. But do you ever read what's going on below that? It's not news. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, per- perfect, perfect things to hide what really goes on in this world, man. Exactly. Uh, yes. Exactly. Wake up, America. Wake up. Uh, Everybody needs to smoke pot. That's the Oh sure. Well, I'm I'm yet to. I've just got in from the show, and I'm still got pretty much the adrenaline going at this point. But uh, who did you work tonight? Nobody. (laughs) I I didn't work anybody. Now my students they work the fans. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. See that now. Now, do you My do you have work any with each other? They work to the fans, but what's that? Do Do you have any birds that are ready to be pushed out of the nest? Oh, you know, sure, pack sure. Pack them up in a car and send them down to Ian's. Yeah, they already go down to Ian's. I've I've been providing talent for Ian's for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, have, have you seen TD? No. He's a uh, black kid that I've got out there. Uh, formal Golden Gloves. Uh, champion, two times Golden Gloves champion, former MMA fighter. He's down at Ian's. He's been down there for a little bit now. And uh, Jeff Brooks. He's down at Jeff Ian's. Brooks, yes. Uh, Kid Hybrid. Yep. He's been down at Ian's, the Michigan Militia. Yeah, those are those are uh, 
those are the ones that I've turned out so far lately that are really, really come to see. I, I, I don't, I don't treat my wrestling camp like most wrestling camps, though. I don't want everybody. I don't want, uh, you know, turn out 50 guys in, you know, a certain amount of time. I, I'd much rather have, like, four guys like that or five guys like the Naptown Dragons. You know what I mean? Guys oh, yeah. that you, I can put my stamp on and say, these are my guys. These guys represent what I am about. Yeah, and, you uh, you can't you you can't be afraid that they're going to use your name. No, exactly, exactly. And it, and when somebody does use my name as a trainer, they know that the guys are trained right, and that's that you know that's one thing that I do have a great great sense of pride about. There's only uh, one other instructor in this northern area that I would even come remotely close to recommending, and that'd be Scott Demore, just mm-hmm. because he's got a great proven track record, also. Maybe in Cincinnati, Shark Boy and Cody Hawk, but uh, the list gets pretty thin after that. You know what I mean? Oh yes. In, in this area, it really does. And uh, I'll still say it to everybody, and I'll put this out there that to anybody that's wanting to learn wrestling, make sure the guy who's teaching it to you has done it himself before. They can't. They can't promise you something that they've never done themselves. You know what I mean? Good point. Now, look out for there's uh, some sharks. Yeah. Well, not not shark boys, but just sharks. Yeah, right. right. Um, <laughs> some uh, my boys up there in Chicago, EliteProWrestling.com. That a name drop? Oh yeah, Tom, yeah. The Thomas Thomas Deli. Great guys, man. Great guys. I worked with those guys a couple years back, man. Really, really good good friends of mine. Uh, recommend them. Uh, super, super, super people. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. I didn't want to. <laughs> well, they're 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 close friends of mine. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good guys, man. I I, I can't say nothing but great things about those guys. I had a lot of fun with them in IWA. Yeah. So when are you going to come back? When are we going to see you in IWA ring again? Uh, well, this this is the the sad part of what. Uh, uh, my my life has become. Um, this is kind of kind of really uh, the people who don't know a lot about me. I'll I'll go ahead and say it now. I'm uh, suffering from seizures. Um, I go see a neurologist this Friday. Right now, it looks like uh, possibly starts of Parkinson's, or I've got scar tissue on the prefrontal lobe of my brain. So. My my wrestling days are pretty well done, um, yeah. So while I can still talk and while I can still you know uh, uh, put everything out there the way that I can, you know, specifically with speaking, um, I'm trying trying to do the best I can, which is getting you know the, something that I can be proud of out there while I still have the tools. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a reality of what this business is, man, and what it what what it does to you. I've had 15 concussions. Uh, I had one concussion where I had a small bit of uh, uh, blood come out of my ear at one time. So, yeah. Rob, do you have any questions for the American Kickboxer? 
He's he's asking who the fuck is this guy? That's what he's asking. <laughs> oh, no, of course I know. I, I uh, I've seen. Yeah. I know. Right on, <laughs> right on. Did you wrestle in Pittsburgh before? Because I really think I saw you like maybe like ten years ago at a show in Pittsburgh. I, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I worked. I've worked. Uh, which company? Uh, uh, Pal or Paw? Pen Atlantic Wrestling or for uh, the Death Steel Wrestling? City. What's that? I'm not sure. I think it was a Legends show I might have saw you at. They had some kind of Legends convention. and I I remember you, I think. and I might Was Lord Zoltan there? Probably. Was Lord Zoltan there? Probably. Yeah, that would be that uh, FNW, I think it was. Or something like that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was your question? I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just asking oh. you if I saw you the, uh, if you wrestled. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't realize okay. that was the question. <laughs> so, so I, wow. I ask, um, do you think with this Parkinson's? Do you think? Uh, it, do you think it would have came about if you had not wrestled or? Is it just because of wrestling only? No, it it, w- it would have probably happened uh, without wrestling. I I had a really really complicated childhood, a uh, uh, lot lot in my past, a lot of abuse and everything when I was a really really young kid. So yeah, I can't can't completely blame it on wrestling. It probably didn't help, but uh, yeah, I had, I had a really complicated past as a kid, man. But that's the one thing I want to try to try to get out there too before uh, I lose a lot of my faculties of being able to speak or maybe get my point across was uh, I, I do want to do a, a, a almost motivational speaking before it's all said and done. I want to be able to to get that message out there that you can do anything you want to in this life. If you don't do anything that you want to in this life, there's only one person that you have to blame, and that's you. You have one lifetime to do it, man, and, you know, you've got to get up and do it. You understand what I mean? Oh, very much so. Yeah, I was a 14-year-old kid on the streets, man. I used to have to hitchhike just to get to set up people's rings to get into the wrestling business, you know? So from sleeping in a gas station bathroom to being able to hang out with the people that I seen as stars, you know, it, it, I've lived a hell of an existence. So that's no complaints here. Yeah. Awesome. I'm sorry, I'm not that old bitter wrestler that's ah oh, fuck this guy and fuck that guy and this guy fucked me over and you know what I mean. <laughs> Man, please put another bitter wrestler on, man. Those guys are just so much fun to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah, did, All you, right, did well, you happen to think about this stuff as you were fucking doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, Frank, uh, let's plug the promotion. Let's plug the school. Um, okay. If you're in the, in the Detroit area, if you're um, in the Detroit anywhere area, near Detroit, please uh, get in contact with me. Off of uh, myspace.com slash amkickboxer. Uh, you can get all your information with Best Wrestling there. Um, my school, contact me again at myspace.com slash amkickboxer or myspace.com slash truthmartini. 
uh, we've got a hell of a program together here. We 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 do a great job of putting together great wrestlers and the best B E S T blood, emotion, sweat, and tears, and that's what it takes to be a star, baby. You know, David Allen Coe said it what said it best. If you're big star bound, let me tell you, it's a long hard ride. You understand? <laughs> awesome. Frank, yeah. thanks for coming on. And, and Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for letting me get on here, run my mouth a little bit. I, I love you guys. I really appreciate it. Fog City Wrestling, check out my boys out there. That's right. They are on a hiatus until July, but they will right be on. back. Right um, on. Hey, you guys take it easy. Thank you so much again. All right, thanks for coming on, Frank. It was definitely right. my pre- pleasure, brother. Okay, that was the American kickboxer, um, Midwest <clears throat> Cruiserweight, uh, let's see. What what word could we use there? Innovator, maybe. Yeah, why not? That sounds good. Okay, let's uh let's take a call from the six one three. Who am I speaking with, caller? It's uh, Peter Rich. How you guys doing? Hey, we have a Canadian caller. Welcome to the show, Peter. How you doing, brother? Oh, not too bad. How you guys doing? Uh, just. Just chilling, man. Just a, a just a quiet night on the show tonight. Um, just taking it easy, you know. Just taking it easy. Please tell me you listened to the Jim Cornette interview, Peter. Actually, it's um, on my desk at my desktop at work, and I listen to it first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And you're in the same boat. Corny yeah. is corny. How, how long did he go for? Seventy-five minutes. Nice. Yes, very impressive. Um, he touched on all kinds of different stuff, and you know, I need to get the book. Um, just, uh, I'm a huge Midnight Express mark, and I always have been. Um, how about you, Pete? Do you enjoy the Midnight Express work? Um, I never. I got into WCW kind of late, and maybe the 1990s. So I ha- I'm playing catch up with all the NWA stuff. So. Yeah, if you're following on 24/7, you're you're there in '86, so you're gonna get the really good stuff. Um, but it wasn't just it wasn't just the NWA. I mean, before that, they were doing their thing in Mid South, and you know, just amazing. Uh, you get the book at JimCornet.com. Uh, cheap plug for Jim, just because I, I haven't read the book, but I've, everything that I've heard from people who've read it, I've just raved about it. Um, Rob, do you plan on getting the book? I uh, I was thinking about it, but uh, I heard it wasn't so much like an autobiography, and it was more just pictures and you know results to go along with the, with uh, the pictures and all that. So I kind of kind of not thinking about it right now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, they they do stories and and all kinds of different stuff. So you know you you know. <clears throat> That you know, you get numbers, you know, with what towns, and you kind of get to figure out what what business they were doing back then. But uh, now, now since we have Peter H on the on the line, um, Pete, I'm going to hand you the office. You pick a topic for us to discuss. Um, okay, how about uh, the Ultimate Fighter tonight? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Not on no. yet. Oh, <laughs> it's nine twenty-five here in in San Francisco. Sorry, yeah. it's twelve twenty-five here. Sorry. 
<laughs> Don't say anything. I'll keep my full mouth shut. Don't worry. Now, just just answer yes or no. Did Steve Mazzagatti fuck up on this one? No, I don't believe so. Okay, damn. I'm waiting for the episode where he screws up. I'm behind on my episodes. I missed a lot. I have them on my PVR, but uh, did I miss... Did they do the suplex thing yet off the diving board? No. No? Okay, good. It's probably this week. <sighs> with, my, with my luck, it'll be on the ones I haven't watched yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's talk... Uh, Let's talk something I have no idea about. Um, SmackDown. Um, Rob, do you think that uh, the face turn with John Morrison is working? Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I, I wish it was, but uh, they... You know, I mean, why, why should the crowd care? You know, he's still a heel, and... You know, it's, there's no reason for him to be a face yet, and just a fail. <laughs> you, you need a big angle if you're going to turn someone heel to face, and... Or, just not there. And, uh, Fail. If <laughs> and if they're going to try to have him replace Jeff Hardy, they're so screwed. Yes. <laughs> I have to agree. <laughs> I definitely have to agree on that one. Um, I, I, I feel bad, though, because Morrison's my favorite, at least my favorite wrestler. So it's just not working. <clears throat> now, Pete, um, who, who do you think they should have given that spot to? Boy, I don't know. Um, There's a face on SmackDown? Boy. Um, the MVP. CM Punk? I don't no, know. CM Punk's, you know, Punk's considered a quote-unquote main eventer now on SmackDown. So, I mean, who who else could they have elevated? Was it just, I, I want to know why it's not given to MVP, because that would have been perfect for him. You know, he uh, he just turned face not too long ago. He's mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's a budding main eventer. There you go. But instead, they trade him to fight with William Regal. Was it just me, or was watching Raw? Did um, I was watching that Mr. Kennedy thing coming to Raw, and I'm like, I thought he was on SmackDown. Like it didn't click, and then he's like, Yeah, he's been drafted to Raw. I'm like, Oh yeah, right. Well, I, hey, I don't know who's with who, so you know, whatever, man. There's, yeah. there's that? honestly, there isn't an act now that grips me to. I mean, I Tebo everything, mm-hmm. but there isn't an act that makes me sit there and watch the whole show. I, I, there's just nothing, nothing that what fancies me anymore. Ba- they, uh, oh yes. Last night. It's about fucking time. I'm sorry, Harry. I fucked up your push as far as you being in the legacy. I'm sorry for reporting it. <laughs> <clears throat> I fucked the guy's career. So. That's that's one show we don't get here until Friday night. So, you get, awesome. we get Friday night at midnight competes head to head with SmackDown over here. So, really, ECW? Yeah. Wow, that's strange. <laughs> that sounds like something WCW would do because at one time they had Nitro competing with Thunder. <laughs> God, horrible, horrible. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Pete, thanks for calling in. It was uh, definitely a pleasure. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully you call in again uh, when we have on guests and you can uh, you can ask questions and whatnot and uh, prove to the figure four board that I'm not an asshole. Well, no. I'll definitely be calling back. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All righty, brother. Thanks for calling in, and uh, make sure you hit the download. 
All right, you take care, guys. All right. Now, that was the hardcore motherfucker, Peter H. Um, wow. The hours floated by. Do you have anything to plug yet, Rob? No, I still don't have anything to plug. <laughs> How come <laughs> I'm All right. Well, I'm going to knock you off the air, and uh, I will uh, close out the show. But uh, thanks for coming on. It was an interesting hour. Yes, definitely. As it always is. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We we will we will have a guest next week. Damn it. We will have guests next week. So I will talk to you next week, Rob. Thanks for coming on and, and helping me out. Alrighty. That's it. We have uh finished the show here. Uh, we gotta throw shots out to the sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Get uh DVDs, Lucha Masks at really good prices. Um T-shirts, another swag. Uh, let Jeff know that uh, Zombie from Rubber Guard Radio sent you, and uh, we'll take care of you. Also, SlamBamJam.com, your place for current and past Lucha Libre and Japanese pro wrestling, as well as some really good best of sets. Uh, the Miracle Violence combination, Doc and Gordy in All Japan in '93 is fucking awesome. Uh, go out of your way to get that. There's a Rave vs. Hoovy comp, that's awesome. There's a four disc. Mystico set, um, all kinds of really good shit that Alfredo has there. Um, some obscure stuff as well. Um, you check that out, slambamjam.com. Also, I need to throw props out to the mothership, Stevie J and the rest of the boys at angrymarks.com. If you want to contact us, kidzombie2000 at aol.com is the email. Hit me up on MySpace, myspace.com backslash Radio. Uh Support. F4WOnline.com. Um, I'm not even going to run down all my friends' sites and shit, but, you know, support your fucking indies. Uh, support your local indies and mixed martial arts groups. Um, that's it, man. Just support your fucking indies. And we will be back next week. Later, guys.